welcome to episode number 59 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody. And today, well, we've got a bit of a fun one. We're doing Pixar Popcorn, which is a series of 10 shorts related all around Pixar franchises. But before we dive into that, if you're familiar with the podcast, you know that before we actually do the thing, we like to briefly talk about our weeks and the goings on in the wide, wide world. So to that end, Rick, buddy, how's your week been? I finally saw the Batman. What do you think? I thought it was pretty good. Like, I I get when people said that Robert Pattinson was scrawny because when he takes his shirt off, he does look a little thin. But, by the same token, when he saw one of his actual friends IRL, they said they didn't recognise him because of how buff he'd become. So compared to regular Robert Pattinson, apparently, yeah, he'd, he'd gotten real bulky. Which is really interesting because I saw that motherfucker in The Lighthouse, which is a film from three years ago, and as I said, in that film, he was jacked. Like, his arms were pretty much the only part of his body that were on display, and his arms were fucking swole. But yeah, I, I liked the movie. I liked the characterization. I think uh, Andy Serkis makes a pretty good Alfred. Yeah, so good, in fact, I forgot it was Andy Serkis. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Well, the guy's a chameleon. That's, like, his thing. Well, he's... yeah, he's very much like Gary Oldman in that respect. Yeah, he, he's so used to being a CGI person, <laughs> that you forget how good he is at being a chameleon IRL as well. But, like, literally, word for word, well, not word for word, because I didn't speak, because I'm not an asshole. but when I watched <laughs> that film, I went, oh, it's Andy Serkis, and then quickly forgot it was Andy Serkis. <laughs> But also, because it is a younger Alfred, there's the possibility for more um, action-based Alfred shenanigans in future. Like the time that he becomes a gentleman dandy and goes around, like, kicking ass when Batman's got a depressive episode or something. My personal favourite is when the Batcave gets invaded and it's just like, oh, it's just the butler, and then he whips out an AK and he goes, oh, uh, Batman doesn't use guns. And he goes, cool, I'm not Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero Season 2 started, and I think we were both a little bit apprehensive about it just becoming more isekai crap. I mean, literally the very last episode was just, okay, we've done all our interesting gimmick shit, now we're isekai finally, fully. Main character yeah. has a pro has a harem, is building a city, and is now best friends with all the people who have been dicks up until now. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like, he's still not really good friends with the other heroes. They they all seem to be on the same page of, fuck this guy. Um, so at least there is that amount of conflict to a degree. Okay, but that's not specifically the thing I have umbrage with. The thing that I uh, irks me is that they've made it very clear that his shtick going forward is the typical anime sort of shonen to be honest, in that here's my power. If I use it, I break myself. Yeah, yeah. And if I use it well, I win. It, and uh, It's yeah. so boring. Well, I'm interested to see how it goes, because the, the, the way that you challenge someone like that is you give them a Superman problem. You give them two problems and they can only solve one reasonably. Okay, but the thing that I enjoyed about the series was the fact that he was going around because cause everybody hated him because he's the shield hero that was the gimmick that he had for the first season it's kind of been yeah. hand waved now because actually it turns out that the beast people actually always loved the shield hero and he should have been sent there in the first place because the kingdom's bullshit but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing I enjoyed seeing was he'd go to places where other heroes had been before he had and it's like oh they did they went off doing their power fantasy bullshit and this is what the problem is now because they just left it yeah yeah. Well, that was interesting yeah he's cleaning up the, the power fantasy stuff and actually fixing the world while also cultivating the image of a villain which is you know they expect him to be evil so he just goes okay well then let me actually lean into that and charge people for actually fixing the universe yeah, which at the end of the day is just a mercenary which is not inherently evil no no totally totally but yeah um, it, it, I, I, I don't know man I'm I'm not gonna resub to Crunchyroll over it let me put it that way <laughs> sure 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 but that's about it for things that I have done and seen in the world 
So I'm going to throw it over to you. How has your week been? Uh, my week was very interesting. I too watched a Batman movie. Yeah. It was called Morbius. Ah. <laughs> that film is not bad at all. I think it fails in one respect, and that is um, they advertised that film based on its connections to Spider-Man and the MCU. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They should not have done that. No, it's part of the Sony uh, universe now, isn't it, really? But regardless, the things that they showed off in the trailer didn't happen in the film. Oh, boy. So yeah, that's where I think they went wrong, and that's why I think a lot of people are shitting on it. But other than that, it was a pretty decent film. I think it was better than Venom. Uh, better than Venom 1? Better than Venom 1. Okay, okay. Moving on. That's pretty much the big thing I've done this week on a private level. Uh, I haven't really done anything else interesting. So let's move on to the wide, wide world. Yeah. I've got a couple of Reddit stories for you, Rick. Sweet. <laughs> first things first, what occurred this, re- this past week was Reddit's Our Place Existed. Yeah, it was a thing that happened from April Fool's Day and it went on for like three days then. Yeah, it was about five days. Was it five days this time? Okay. It felt like five days. I don't know. I don't know if you partook, but I did. Okay. I browsed Reddit and they had a little thing in the top hand corner that said, place your pixel. And I went, what the fuck is this? Clicked on it, did it. And then it reminds you every five minutes, hey, you've got a pixel to place. And I'm like, okay, sure. I I wish I hadn't. I spent most of my time removing rude words from the hootie drawing that our, our house put on. Aww. Yeah, but like, it wasn't like fuck and shit. It was uh, racial slurs, which I just thought, ah, oh, that's horrible. Let's get rid of that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. There's, there's a lot of territorial arguments on that thing. Dude, there was a fucking war between Sp- Spain and France. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there were Spanish streamers and French streamers just going like, this is what we are going to do. Uh, and uh, yeah, both sides ended up using bots, which kind of takes the spirit out of the thing, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, with a large enough Twitch community, you could take over a small area with your thing. You absolutely could. However, uh, there was people streaming themselves using bots. That's the only reason why people know it was happening, for a fact. Yeah, you could curate your zone using a string of bots, which, yeah, like like you say, it kind of defeats the pu- the purpose. Uh, but by the same token, people would have a, a little mini map of what they wanted to do, and then all of the people in that community would be, oh, okay, cool, let's, let's do what we can to envision this. And it was really easy to take over a sports team thing because, okay, sports teams have a lot of fans, but not a lot of sports team have a lot of tech-savvy fans. You don't need to be tech-savvy for this. True. You just need to be logged in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, do you have a Reddit account? Okay, go nuts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, the final picture was interesting. But yes, moving on, another Reddit story. This time, kind of relevant to your interest, Reddit, uh, sorry, uh, slash RMTG. Okay. Mild controversy. Ooh. There is a power-hungry mod on Reddit, say it ain't so, who um instantly bans people for life from the subreddit by mentioning the word proxy. Oh boy, okay. This guy's argument is that if you use proxies, you're stealing, and everybody with half a brain goes, no, if you use proxies, you're using a proxy, because it's not a real fucking game, so you can do what you want. Yep. <laughs> and so much so that they even point to, I believe it's Wizards on the Coast that do a Magic the Gathering, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, pointing to them and saying that in their ofi- in many an official statement, they even recommend that if you are practicing games and deck building, feel free to use proxies. It, the only limitation is if you're at an official event. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tokens are a weird one because sometimes you literally can't have enough tokens. I've played against Chris's deck, I know what that's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Not even like plus one, plus one counters. You, you you sometimes literally can't have enough token creatures. No, this is what I'm talking about. Chris's deck, he's got that one monster that summons two, two, two monsters. I forget the exact monster, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other one that's a dragon that's like, whenever you attack with a dragon, um, summon as many dragons as have attacked. Yeah, it's, it's fucking silly. Um, you, no, no wonder you would quickly run out of actual proper cards. You get one token per pack of cards. The chances of you have... And, you know, there's an X amount of tokens in the world. So yeah. it's very hard to accumulate a certain one yeah yeah it's, it's even with getting one per pack it's very difficult to get the one that you need <laughs> you've got a vampire deck oh i got a goat token okay <laughs> <laughs> like goat tokens are actually a thing <laughs> oh i know you've got tokens like i've got the entire back half of one of my mtg folders that just has tokens yeah 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 <laughs> But yeah, that's probably not going to end anytime soon unless the other mods tell him to stop, but they don't seem to be doing that. So yeah, don't mention the word proxy on RMTG, you'll get banned. First time I saw someone using a proxy deck was when someone decided, okay, I'm going to run a, a full mono squirrel deck. And I think there was only like two cards that actually were creature type squirrel and everything else was just things that summon squirrels. And these were all things that were really old and really difficult to get hold of. So like n- almost the entire deck was proxies. Yeah, fair enough, man. Um, card games are weird. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, moving on to non-Reddit stories. Rick, this is not a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I, think I, I think I know what you're going to say about this one this time. No, you're not. I'm not going to mention WrestleMania at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, this is a feel-good story from Japan. Good shit. The wrestling promo- the big wrestling promotion in Japan is New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. There is a heel wrestler known as the Great Okan. Okay. He saved a little girl from being kidnapped this week. That's awesome. And the only f- uh, when he was thanked by the mother and the child, the only thing he asked for in return was, watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> so, essentially, what happened was, he arrived, saved little girl, said watch wrestling, refused to elaborate, then left. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, sometimes wrestlers are good people. Well, not sometimes, quite a lot of times. That does sound like an anime episode. Like, yeah. I read that story and I went, that's good. I'm going to share that story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the best part is, is he's a heel. Yeah. Like, if even a heel can be an actual real life hero, then that's just raising the bar for your entire franchise, right? Like, for real. But yeah, the last thing I want to talk to you about, Rick, it's a very British thing. A very British thing indeed. And I hope you can input. Channel 4 is threatening to go private. Oh no. But the best part is, do you know why they're doing this? Uh, no I don't. The spokesperson for them said, We believe if we go private, we can compete with both Netflix and Amazon Prime. To which everyone with half a brain just laughed and went, No, you fucking can't. No. (laughs) No, no they can't. No they can't. Like, they moved their centre of operations to the north because it's cheaper. Yeah, that tracks. A lot of people do that, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you want to, like, do anything Channel 4 related, then you do it in Leeds now, apparently. That tickled me, don't know why. Yeah, but it's one of those, like, Channel 4 is advertiser-based already, and it's, like, owned by the public, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a really, in a really weird place. Yeah, it's like, it's the good guy of channels, as far as I'm aware. Or it was, until this. All cards on the table. I don't actually know how Channel 4 works because I honestly thought they were private because of the advertisements. However, I take solace in this knowledge because the woman also doesn't know how it fucking works because when she went to Parliament to explain her case, she also didn't understand how taxpayers paid for it. Yeah. So (laughs) I feel vindicated. Yeah. I I don't know how much taxpayers pay for it. I don't know how it's supported. I think they get some kind of levy um, and they get some kind of grant to do stuff. Like if they they don't cover their operating costs, 
cost they can apply for a grant to cover it. Um, it's not to the degree that the BBC does, obviously, because the BBC is the li- the TV license. Yeah. Although that said, you're also talking to someone who thinks we don't need the fucking TV license now. Get rid of the BBC. Who cares? Well, it's one of those. The BBC is it's meant to be the gold standard of impartial, and yet they still lean slightly to the left, which is fine. It's it's it it bugs me. It bugs me when anyone says we're impartial and still leans. Yeah. I've never once in my life claimed to be impartial because I know I'm not. No, no. Like we're human beings. Like you, you can't have anything other than your own point of view within you. Like you can understand others, no problem. But your own point of view is your own, and it's unique to you. So. And when it's a TV ch- channel with a news station, that then becomes propaganda. Might only be light propaganda, but propaganda nonetheless. Ah, uh, we do like to take a propaganda. Ah, ah, ah you're fired. Yep. <laughs> Those are the bits of news I wanted to talk about. Sure, sure. So, without further ado, we're going to move on to our the, the meat of the review, as it were. We're going to watch our Pixar popcorn. Better watch all the Pixar popcorn. Indeed. Uh, I was just going to say, if you want to watch along with us, we're actually watching episode 11, which is just called Play All, because it's going to play all 10 episodes at once, and therefore we don't have to fuck with you with the timing, and we can just all watch along and have fun. Yeah! <laughs> so, I'm going to throw over to Rick. Pixar popcorn, season 1, episode 11, Play All. Three, two. One hand go. Disney logo. Yeah. Pixar logo. Been a while since I've seen this bad boy. Oh, it's got popcorn on it as well now. That was very <laughs> cute. Yeah. <laughs> I have always liked how it looks at the at the screen. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, Buzz Lightyear doing his 80s fitness video. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's trying to do a push-up and his head's too big. Well, I think it's actually more his arms are too small. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there's uh, there's Ham, the fucking uh, piggy bank, being what we would be like. Uh- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The fuck is this thing? It's um, it's the main character of Toy Story 4. Right, I'm going to have to watch that at some point. <laughs> I just think 3 ended it perfectly. Yeah. Both 3 and 4 give decent endings. Sure. That's the German hedgehog, right? I think he's British. I thought he was German because I've only seen him in the Sky adverts. Fair enough. I think he's British and I think he's like a super thespian. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. They're they're now they're now helping each other work out properly rather than Buzz Lightyear's way. As someone who does DDP yoga more than not at all, uh, one of the number one rules is if you can't do an exercise, modify the exercise until you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is nothing wrong with that. Doing some of something is better than doing none of something. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. That short was very short and had no dialogue. This is true. Um, we might get the same thing going forward. Hey, that's fine. Uh, like, I think it's a lost art form. Yeah, the silent film. It does, well, not silent, but you know, you don't need dialogue to tell a story. <laughs> oh, we're into cars now. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think, as you said, each one is based around one of the already existing movies. Ah, uh, yep, 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 yep. Okay, yeah, this one looks like it's also going to be silent. Or, you know, no voices. Oh, it's Grandma. Yeah. You know she's killed before in her life. Yep. <laughs> and you can tell she's doing that shit on purpose. Yep. They're learning how to park. Uh, specifically, parallel park. Show yeah. off, get fucked. Yep. 
Oh, I'd be so fucking pissed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be that annoyed, yeah. Ah, this is Ramon, the cool guy. Yeah, with a different paint job every time. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's worse than lightning. Yeah. Oh, meta cheating. That's not cheating, that's something they can do in this universe. Yeah, using... Ah, oh, yeah. The fuck what is, is this Miss, thing? Miss Chonka. She's from uh, She's from Cars 3. I don't think I've seen... Oh, no, I haven't seen that then. I haven't seen Cars 2, come to think of it. Cars 3 is better than Cars 2 by quite a distance. See? She was fucking with them. Yep. <laughs> like, they do a really good job with that character design, because I look at that, that, co- that coach-type design, and I think, yeah, that is a little old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who probably needs a cuddle. She had a husband, and he's the one that's like, oh, he's popping the popcorn with that's, his That's his adorable. Lamp. That's great. Good job, Pixar. Oh, this is Dory Finding, I believe it was called. Yeah. Dory Finding. I've not looked over any of the other episode titles. This is where I actually haven't seen any of them before. Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's the closest thing we've had to dialogue so far. It is. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It wouldn't make noise underwater, would it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Uh, apparently, it's making air. Okay, it's just a it's just a water bubble underwater. Would that is that how that would work? I, I don't know. I've never tried it. If you blew a bubble under air with like a musical instrument, would it would it make the sound when the bubble bursts? When the bubble bursts? Probably not. No, I don't think so either. But it's now making me question all my life choices. Like, I don't think it would make a bubble at all. It's just for cartoon physics, you know. I've made bubbles out of weirder scenarios. Like when you fart, you make bubbles. Yeah, and they get bigger the closer they get to the surface. Because there's less pressure. Okay. In fact, that's how that's how generally bubbles work. They start off really small, and when there's more pressure towards the surface, they uh, there's less resistance, so the bubble can just get as big as it can. Ah, oh, fair enough. Man, speaking about pressure, I've just re- got been reminded of a video I watched not too long ago. Of uh, I forget the dude's name, but he's been to space and now he's in one of those deep sea uh, capsule things. So he's underwater, you know, the proper fucking deep ocean where humans should not be. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. And he's there with like two other dudes, and they're they're scientists. They're not just fucking random Joe schmoes. Well, like, I think I think all astronauts are scientists, really, aren't they? Apart from like Jeff Bezos. He's not an astronaut. He's just a rich guy who went to space. Yeah, he's a he's a space tourist. But um. Yeah, this guy was in underwater. I don't know if he's still there or if this video was from a while ago. Either way, uh, he went, uh, have you ever wondered what happens if you shake a can of cola underwater and he's got a can of Coke and he just shakes it like a motherfucker and then clicks it open and then it just opens normally as if nothing had happened. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was the entire video. However, I was fascinated. Yeah, like the amount of... The amount of pr- like ambient pressure... At low depths is something that is really difficult to comprehend as someone who lives under one atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just going back a little bit to what we just saw with the mirror, I think everyone's had that moment in their life where they've been doing something stupid in front of a mirror and someone's just walked in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and, required. And absolutely no one wants to address what, what has happened. So they just back away. 
That was that was decent. That was a decent little episode. Yeah, yeah it was cute. Yeah, it's like walking in on your dog giving itself a bath. You know, not re- my dogs don't care. I don't care. I. <laughs> no, the worst thing is when you walk outside and you see your little chihuahua eating poo, and you and you go, no, don't do that, and the dog just looks at you like I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> and it's like, cool, great. I don't want you near me. Um, yeah, don't lick my face. <laughs> I don't let. I, as a general rule of thumb, I don't let dogs lick my face because I know where their tongues have been. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've never actually. I've not watched Soul. I did. Um, it came. It actually came as a recommendation to me from Matt. Weird, but okay. Yeah, he watched it when it first basically came to Disney Plus, and uh, I watched it with my folks like uh, like two or three weeks later. Fair and enough. We all we all enjoyed it. It was like it. It was a very good daytime film. Yeah. Like, I know nothing about it. I know... I, I, I suspect it involves a lot of jazz music. Yeah, I think the main character... Yeah. Not I think. Like, the main character is a jazz teacher. That makes sense. And, um... And, yeah, he ends up going to the spirit realm because he dies too early. And his job is to rehabilitate the spirit who doesn't want to be reborn into wanting to be reborn. That's um, that's a fucking heavy theme. Yeah. And then he gets given a second chance at the end, because of course. Yeah, well, it has to be, otherwise it's too sad. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think the... That was very sweet. It was just a piece of music with some very good animation. Yeah, yeah. I think the spirit... Uh, there's like... We saw the homeless guy on the road, yeah? Yes. Um, he also has a spirit form, and the spirit form is voiced by uh, Graham Norton. Ah! Is this Toy Story again? Yeah, these are the conjoined Toy Story 4 um, creatures. Oh, by the way, this is the first time we got dialogue, I just realised. Yeah, it is. Proper dialogue. Like, they credited Ellen DeGeneres for Dory, but that was just gasps and, oh, you, oh! I'm getting very gay vibes from these two toys. Well, they are conjoined. Doesn't necessarily imply gay, does it, Rick? No, 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 no. So what's the deal? If they unconjoin them, they die. We don't know. That We've never tried. I mean, they're just stitched together. Like, just take a pair of scissors. <laughs> okay, that was a really shit short. Yeah, that one was a bit crap. It's Key and Peel. Like, okay. That's okay, uh, okay. that's the gimmick for though they're just Key and Peel. Yep. <laughs> Ducky and Bunny. These are very cute, the fucking Pixar shorts of the popcorn. Hey Incredibles! Yeah. I haven't seen Incredibles 2. I know it revolves around uh, it basically reverses the uh the first film the f- first film where Helen is the one being the superhero and uh Mr. Incredible is the one who has to do the, well, home life. Yeah, except it actually focuses on the home life instead of glossing over it. Fair enough, then. Okay, that would be... I, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, if, you're, if your little brother is a Death Star, then yeah, you're going to point him around, aren't you? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know she could do that. I thought she just had invisibility. Yeah, she's basically got all the powers of the Invisible Woman. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I've got, I don't take umbrage with that. It's just I, I only remember her being invisible in the first film. She in the, even in the first film she did that bubble thing where they kept getting shot by machine guns, and she bubbled everyone. I don't think you understand, Rick. It's been a long fucking time 
since I watched Incredibles 1. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And I'll be honest with you, my main takeaway is, man, Helen would probably be very fun to fuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm assuming by the end of the second film, if not the, fir- if not the beginning of the second film, uh, heroes are acceptable again, so they can get away with just using their powers and people seeing. Um, yeah, it's one of those where they're not legal, but they're accepted. Okay. So heroes are already illegal. Sorry, I just, I just want to say, he went and did that shortcut, but it would have taken him way less time if he just did it the real way with his powers. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't think Helen Parr is a MILF, you've got problems. Oh, absolutely. She's got the Pixar ass. I I've never watched Big Hero Six, but I know Aunt Cass has it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's that uh, there's that gag of um Oh that's cute. No, no, absolutely nobody says anything and then Pixar is like, what if we give all the ladies massive asses? As long as they're <laughs> over the age of like twenty, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that ending shot was adorable. I loved that. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah, I think that was my favourite so far. Yeah, oh, that's probably what we're going to do for fucking favourite moment, is just pick which our favourite short was. Yeah, totally. I've never watched Coco. Which I assume this is it, this is based on. Yeah, so it's it's based on Dia de los Muertos. This is the guy who wants being to be remembered because he's... Okay, no, no, li- no, no lyric that I can relate to because that's one of the few things I <laughs> I want to have happen before I die is be memorable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, his his whole goal, well, his whole shtick is his family basically is treating him as a pariah. Oh, because he uh, he left the entire family without saying anything. Okay, that's shitty though. But turns out, yeah, it's because he died. Oh, because he was murdered by a guy who stole his song. Yeah, that sounds like a real life story. And the song is Remember Me, and the guy who sings the Remember Me song just wants to be remembered for all time. As opposed to the guy who wrote it, who just wants to be remembered by his family. Yeah. These are some very funny visuals. I Yeah, yeah. I like the buff skeleton. Look how buff his skeleton is. <laughs> That's cheating, bro. That's, well, it's coming back to your uh, your statement of if you can't do the exercise, modify the exercise. Uh, yes, I suppose you're technically correct. Oh, it was the one with the straw hat that's the main character. Or the the main, like, dad-granddad character. F- fair enough. Been a while, sorry. <laughs> well, I, I've never said it, seen it, so I can't fucking help. Oh, these fuckers again. Ducky and Bunny once again. He's also got three bodies. Yeah, he's got three torsos. Does he have... Oh, yeah, it has enough um, legs as well. Well, it's something that I learned at a very young age because I played the uh, a couple of Toy Story video games and the sheep is just free sheep. Mm, mm. Which is why it's got three heads. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, yeah, it's just a model of three sheep that just so happen to be conjoined. Yeah. Well, because I don't think it's really a toy. I think it's one of those ceramic things that Grandma usually puts on the uh, countertop. I think there used to be a lamp. Maybe, but yeah, the it was one of those like where like the lamp is like a diorama of uh, Bo Peep and the Three Sheep. 
Yeah, 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 I get you. And then they all get, um, well, they all get donated, apparently. It's got three tails. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, part of the fourth film is, like, bringing Bo Peep back into the, uh, into the limelight. And, um, because, like, he was, he was, like, brought to, brought to the forefront in, like, Toy Story 2, that, oh yeah, Bo Peep's gone, which is why we now need to focus on Jessie the Yodeling Cowgirl, and then she ends up as Buzz Lightyear's bird, so, that's cool. Sorry, Dancing with the Cars is a great fucking parody name. <laughs> uh, that's that Ramon and Flo, right? Yep. Uh, you, uh, people must just hate fucking lowriders in this universe. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> the the floor is all night. Oh, lively classical music. Hey, now the Italians have a go. <laughs> Are these two a gay couple now? Um, maybe. Okay, I see the gimmick. Yeah, Maida dances obsessively. Oh, they say in rock music, that's sunshine of your love, motherfucker. Yep, yep. Oh, fucking Killjoy, eh? I don't know who these fucks are meant to be. I think they're just... I think they're meant to be, like, Lightning's original uh, pit crew or something. Sure, but wouldn't they be red? Maybe. Oh, there might be aeroplane ones. Oh, maybe. So they're doing a conga now. Yeah, apparently. They're doing a conga to somewhere else. It's very weird they're doing a conga with only a couple of people being forklifts. Because they have actual arms, so they look like they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Luigi... Everyone else is in a queue. Uh, yeah, I think the two Italian cars are meant to be gay now. Yeah, maybe. I'm not saying that if you dance with someone in that fashion, you're automatically in a romantic relationship. However, like, doing lifts and shit, it's very intimate. Yeah, 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 it is. Like, lifting someone up while dancing, you need to have at least some degree of familiarity with the person. Or be a completely, like, or inhibitionless dancer. Be, be professional. Yeah, professional dancer with no inhibitions about, like, Touching someone in the everywhere. By the way, we're back to uh, uh, the Incredibles, and why do I feel like we're going to get like a stew pickle moment of making chocolate pudding? Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> because I've lost control of my life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, it's not. It's just him wanting to steal a cookie. Oh, I think I've. Oh boy. Ooh, well, it's no. obviously going to have been Dash, right? Oh, this is some tense shit. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dash makes a non-zero amount of noise just by, like, feet petter-pattering. Oh, no. <laughs> Player three has entered the battlefield. I, this is a fucking great concept for a fucking short thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that little fucker! <laughs> Double-teaming dad. <laughs> I'm liking the shadows on the wall. Uh, sorry, in the window whenever those... Oh, no, he laughed. Oh, no. <laughs> Scared the raccoon again. What's the deal with a raccoon? Was that a thing in Invisibles 2? Invincibles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um... Credibles, sorry. Yeah, it's a um, nemesis to the baby. Ah, that's fucking dumb. I do like how Helen won. 
Yeah. Because she wasn't actually asleep. She was just letting it happen. The weird thing is, is even when we only get grunts, we're getting fucking credits, uh, voice credits. By the way, that was the last one, and I have a bad feeling that when I click on the thing to get it to be thing again, yeah, it didn't come up because it's a dickhead. Disney, fix your shit! Yeah, so we've got four minutes of credits. But it's all in foreign languages, correct? Um, yep. yep. We're already in Deutsch. <laughs> Well, it would make sense, because we had the English credits at the end of each short. Yeah, we did. But yeah, um, that was just un- well less than 20 minutes worth of shorts. And I've got to be honest with you, I was entertained throughout. Yeah, I spent a lot of that time smiling. Yeah, I mean, I know we were shooting it. It's a very easy thing to shoot the shit over, because there was very little dialogue, if any. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this is one where I absolutely recommend watching along. Because if you don't, then you're missing all of the visual gags that Disney and, in particular, Pixar are very good at. Like One of the things with Pixar is you can freeze frame almost any time, and you'll find something that you weren't expecting. Yeah, they do like to, They also like to throw Easter eggs in, and I'm curious to see how many we may have missed, because we weren't paying that much attention. Oh, we're definitely going to have missed some. Like, we were paying attention to the main story. Yeah. As, as it were. Um, not to the the set pieces, the backgrounds. Like we absorbed them, <laughs> we didn't get every single bit of detail. And um, and one of the beautiful things as well is like um, there was at least two things we watched there where I had hadn't watched the source material, and it was still fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still enjoy something when you've not watched the original, uh, just based on the artistic designers on its own. Like, I think Soul is kind of close in artistic representation to the more recent um, Disney Animation Studios one, like Moana and the uh, the new one, uh, Encanto. Yeah, which, by the way, if you've not seen, you should watch. Yeah, you should watch them both. Encanto was Encanto was Pixar. Was it Pixar? I thought it was Animation Studios. Uh, maybe, it, I, oh, you know what, I can't remember. It, it felt like a Pixar film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing, like, Disney Animation Studios used to get shit on, and they very quickly got up to a good amount of quality. Like, I think Tangled was their first really good one. Yeah, because they're, resp- oh, they're responsible for Frozen as well, aren't they? Yeah, Tangled, Frozen, Moana. Uh, they did Planes, which wasn't good. <laughs> I think that's why people shat on them a bit. <laughs> um, Like, it... It was the movie that wasn't good, not the animation, you know? Um, but yeah, just <laughs> me shitting on Disney Animation Studios while also complimenting them by the fact that, yeah, they've come a long way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, it, it says, um, this means good news for future Pixar film releases such as Turning Red. It doesn't say. I've I, I typed in, is Encanto Pixar? And it's being a dick. <laughs> well, if you if you type in is Encanto Disney Animation Studios, then that might. Yeah, but then it's gonna but then it's gonna pick up the word Disney. And and fuck is Encanto Pixar, F- fuck it. So yes, after a quick Google, we have established that Encanto does not appear to have anything to do with Pixar and is, as Rick said, uh, Disney Animation. Yep. 
But yes, let's get to the wind down. We've already said kind of what we think, so I think it's a safe thing to just jump straight into the questions. Yeah, Rick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to modify favourite moment a little bit and instead change it to favourite short. So there's 10 to choose from. Rick, which was your favourite of the 10? My favourite was the last one, actually. Like, I thought it was going to be the other Incredibles one, but Cookie Num Num actually had a lot more heart to it. Like, it was a very easy short to show to anyone, like anyone out in the world. Yeah. Um, so if I was going to try to introduce anybody into, like, enjoying the Disney everything and the Disney feel, like, that would be the one. But yeah, how about you? Uh, I mean, I was smiling as soon as you said it, because I, I agree fully. That last one with the cookie, entertaining as fuck, yeah. definitely top, uh, definitely the top of those ten. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The sad truth of the matter is, we can't just talk about the good, we have to dwell a little bit on the negative. So, to that end, Rick, do you have a weakest link for me? I didn't think that the Ducky and Bunny ones were as soulful and fun as the other ones. Like, this isn't to shit on Key and Peele. Um, it's just that just having them do a little skit wasn't as much of an insight into the world that they're from as the other ones were. Rick, I'm fuming <laughs> because I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, I apologise. So yeah, that's uh, throwing it over to you. Do you have anything to add on that then? I really like Key and Peele's comedy. They're very good. However, a lot of their jokes are a bit more adult-oriented. A lot of their sketches are more adult-oriented. So of course they're going to be limited in this medium. And, you know, it wasn't <laughs> awful. It just it didn't mesh well with the rest. Yeah, especially since it was the only one that was like extensively voiced. I, I think that was the big issue. Before that, we had Dory gasping and going, oh, and... Uh... <laughs> We'll crack on with the final award, which might be a bit more difficult. It might be easier. Who knows how your mind works? Rick, do you have an MVP for me, buddy? The MVP might actually have to be Violet from The Incredibles, because both of the times that she used her force field like, in an impactful way in the shorts that she had were both good moments. The, in the first one, it was setting up the barrier so they could have the marshmallow roast under the rain. Uh, she also made short work of cleaning up the trash. Yeah, the, um, the final shot of that would have been my favourite single moment from the show, well, from, from all of the shows, but um, she also made a very good entrance in the final short of Player 3 has entered the game by enveloping the cookie in, like, the force field bubble, which, even with Mr. Incredible putting all of his strength into it, the bubble didn't burst. Oh, it was getting close though. It it would have bur it would have it would have burst in a minute. It burst in the sky afterwards, like it was it was out of durability and it was just awaiting a burst. But by the time it did, it was uh, it was miles away from everyone. So like just from a power perspective, I think her powers have come a long way. But yeah, how about you? Who was your MVP? I'm giving the MVP award to Helen Parr for being a for birthing that fetish in a new generation of people. <laughs> you know the one. You know the one. I do remember there being a scene in Incredibles 1 where she gets trapped in a door where it's just her fucking ass and legs in one end and she's still stretching with the other and there's a scene of just her ass and it's just like, this birthed something in someone, I just know it. Yes. Um, but yes, we shall not dwell on that nefarious topic. And instead, we're going to say goodbye to our glorious audience. Now, you know the drill by now, guys, but I'm going to have to run through it once more just for convenience sake. And also, it's drilled in my lizard brain. So, if you have something to say to us and you're watching on YouTube, we have the comment section down below. We do like hearing from you. We, we like hearing negatives, positives. But most importantly, we like suggestions. They help make our job easier. We haven't had any yet, but who knows, maybe one day. But, of course, we do know we don't only exist on YouTube. If you're not watching via YouTube, but instead, 
instead listening via one of our many audio platforms, you can instead send us an email. Where would they send said email to, Rick? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. And for a final time, if you've made it this far, thank you. We do appreciate it. We love you. And yes, keep yourself safe and keep yourselves happy. We'll see you all again next week, guys. Bye!